You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So we've not recorded in two weeks, and it's my fault. It's it, well, I don't think fault is the correct way to de- to define it. I think that you've been a very busy person. You have a relatively new baby and a very new home that mm-hmm. you've moved into. You've been doing a lot of work on the house in preparation uh, for the move in, and you're almost completely moved into the new place. So, no, I, I don't fault you. And frankly, I've been doing a lot of work trying to get my gears back together with the Influence Foundation. I've been super proud of you, by the way. Thanks. Thanks, fan. I uh, I saw that you posted a video the other day. Before I watched it, I always like them. Yeah. Um, well, you're sweet. Well, it's important because it gets more it, eyes it on gets your traction. Shit. Right, right, right. Uh, and right, right like, I know. I appreciate so it. I, do I did very that, much. and then I went back and watched it, and I was just like, I'm so fucking proud of him. Like you're totally, and that, that's when I texted you is right oh, after thanks. I watched it. I was oh, like, sure. hey, I was like, are you putting that on YouTube? And I you were did, like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like. Fucking great, dude. Super proud of you. Yeah, because that that one, I got, I mean, it's got a lot of views, but not a lot of feedback because I think that people are interested in the subject, but I also think that for many, many people, it is still... Uh, it's still radioactive and, yeah. and dangerous, which actually I've, I've making some notes. My next video for this week, I'm, I've got it filmed. I've just got to do some editing for it. Uh, Cause this one I filmed actually at the camping LARP event that I did, but the next one is going to be a little bit more politically charged, not still my opinion on things, but there's a bigger issue. Now there's literally, a green, yellow, and red list. And if your game is on the red list, that means it's woken. If it's on the yellow list, it's questionable. And if you're on the green list, you're either not woke or refuse to take a stance. And so it's becoming more pervasive than I even thought in the hobby industry. Why is it that in, in something that is supposed to be escaping from reality... People are so fucking closed-minded that they're turning it into that. Um, I, I, I don't know. I am going to look at it from a different perspective, uh, but I don't want to get into. No, that I understand. Much, I but, know. I know what perspective you're going to look at it with. But so, so here's the so so here's the issue: is that no industry may any longer escape politics. It can't because there are people who are, it is so easy to manipulate society now with influence that is false. And what I mean by that is, is that look how many people have been swayed politically inside our own country by foreign governments and what they've done via social media. Now, that's not wild conspiracy theory. No, it's real life. That's fact. So what's happening, I think, 
in every facet of entertainment is the beginning of these purity tests where if you are not pure, you will be unwelcome in the space. Now, the secret to that is, is that because we're all human, no one's ever pure enough and there are no rules to the purity test. There is just today's standard. And if you don't meet today's standard, you're persona non grata at the very least. And at the very most you're destroyed. And I'm sorry, I'm a bit rambly because I'm medicated, but you're not going to be allowed to escape that because there are, and, and I, and I mean this sincerely, there are people who are abject sociopaths that don't care anything about the hobby industry. They just want to see the world burn. And live and let live is not good enough. I've, I've literally heard conspiracy theories that Watsi set out to destroy Ernie Gygax and TSR because they were afraid of Ernie Gygax's OSR old school revolution style role playing game, and then it was a threat to Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, that kind of fucking insanity exists in people, right? But I really do think that there are some very, very empty, <clears throat> ugly, sad people who really get off on putting people that they see as people in positions of power, people in positions to make a difference. But more importantly, I don't think it's, I don't think it's about altruism. I think it's, I can throw a bomb in the middle of the space and create chaos and do a little bit of damage. And so I really think that for me going forward, I don't care about the bomb thrower. I don't, care about the target of the bomb i just care about the bystanders and what it does to the hobby and the industry and is it good for it i think that's what i want to get into one of the things that i think is really really interesting is so people become most boisterous when something is wrong okay that's typically when people oh, will... Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. That was super unprofessional. That's okay. I'm so rare that I have the audio on, but I was actually watching... Uh, a, well, I don't want to sound insulting, but I was watching this Nutbags YouTube video about about the Red List. Hmm. Um, because one of my friends turned me on to it, and he's like, dude, you should check this out, right? Sorry, you were... No, saying no, no. That's okay. So people get most boisterous when things are actually wrong. Now... The thing that we set as a target is the thing that I think we get wrong. Okay. And that's where people allow themselves to become manipulated. So if we say that um, the, the right side is bad, well, because it's bad. So then we start taking aim at the right side. Well, that might not necessarily be the problem. Or if we say the left side is bad and start aiming at the well, that might not necessarily be the problem. And what's really interesting right now is that everybody is so so very divided that they are looking for conflict more so with one another 
than with the people that are creating the problems in the first place. And instead of having this peaceful revolution and taking taking the opportunity to vote new blood in the office or something along the lines of that, they take one of these stupid fucking sides that's that are wrong, they're both wrong, and they they run with it even though some of the shit that they're doing is fucking asinine. Like, it's insane. Like, to... I could never, I could never say, I'm a Republican. Or, I'm a Democrat. I'm not. I'm not. I never would be. I never will be. I never want to be. Like, those are dirty. That's dirty. And, like, to to be in such a space that that's what we... We take that and we're running with it now, and that's that's our identity now. That's it. That's what I am. This this composes me, and what they believe, I believe, and what I believe, they believe. No, man, that's not that's not fucking real. That's yeah. pretend. Like that's well, and it, it and it makes us sound like crazy people. And and I certainly I'm not smarter than anybody else. I just thank God I'm smart enough to recognize that that system is a lie. It is our reality, though. So is it. Well, sure. So I, and this is, this is where I'm at in life. So I, on my, my grandmother on my dad's side. So my dad's mom Mm -hmm. is 95 years old and she is what is on presumably her deathbed. Um, You know, the hospice does not think that she's long for this world, but she's had a very, very long run. And I've seen her more recently than I have in a very long time. And as I was saying to my aunt and a couple cousins, her daughters today, that it's, you know, it's it's really selfish because it's not about grandma. It's about me and my relationship with death and my relationship with family and how I've never been close to family and how I am with my parents and what their relationship with one with one another is. And I didn't get too into it, but I've been thinking a lot about their mortality because my parents are gonna die mm-hmm. right and i and i know that and i know that i'm going to die at some point and i'm scared of that but i've accepted that yes this is final right that there's there's an end to this thing but i don't know how i'm going to cope with my parents death and that kind of eats at me but also i just i've been thinking a lot about going back to church really yeah do it but but i and i don't know i think i'm gonna i think i've I've looked at this local parish online i think i'm gonna email the priest that does the you know okay so you're interested in becoming catholic i was raised catholic so Mm -hmm. i mean i've i mean i'm almost there i just have to take the the last test is that what you want I, I don't know. I want to talk to somebody about it because I'm not a theologian, but I have a lot of questions and concerns and what have you. And if they're not welcoming, then I'm just going to go someplace else. I don't like the Catholic Church in general. Sure. But in the last five years, right, they've done a lot to try to open themselves up. So like my grandfather got... Right. excommunicated for marrying my grandmother who is a Protestant. My my grandfather refused to come to my wedding because it wasn't in a Catholic church and I wasn't mar- marrying a Catholic. Yeah. Fuck that shit, yeah. dude. I don't believe in that. Like, I think that's wrong. I, I, I won't get into it, but I won't do the 
jump on my religious high horse here right. um, because I'm awfully evil. I, they let him back in while he was on his deathbed, and I'm like, right. okay, that's nice. Yeah, He would have wanted that. Right. They write him his rights. They did all yeah. that. Like, I do think they're trying to be less shitty. Right. But I don't think they necessarily know how to let go of a lot of their shittiness. Right. And here, people don't want to fuck with the Catholic Church anymore. Right. You've got a bunch of kid diddlers and shit there. Right. Running your operation. Like, who wants to be a part of that? Nobody. Right. So you're a sovereign nation with a standing army with more gold than anywhere else. Literally, only God knows how much money. Yeah. Yeah. Countless priceless artifacts. And you rape a lot of kids. Yeah. That's fucked up. You don't want to be part of that. But by the same token, it. It is it is the easiest door for me to walk through because it's what I know, it's what my family sure. is, it's what I'm comfortable with, and I think it's a good starting point. So I'm not ready to make that kind of commitment. No, sure. Have but you, are you just looking at Catholicism? For the time being, yeah. Because again, like I said, that's what I know. That ritual is what I know. That world is what I know. That world is what I understand, right? And so... I'd, I'd like to start there to, to, because you have what you remember from being a sure, child, sure. right? And then you have your 35 plus or minus years later of not being in the church, right? So who knows how much of that was real, how, what, what I recall. Number one. Number two, what if it's, what if the things that I remember that were bad or the, as we talked about, the scandals or things that they're working to change. But, you know, but I think that, you know, it's, I feel also out of familiarity familial respect. What do you hope to gain from it? A better understanding of a relationship with God. Okay, so a relationship is the motivation then. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. I think there's probably... You gave the answer that I wanted, so... Okay. That was manipulative in asking, but... That was the one I was hoping to hear, and I was going to try to steer you toward that, but you were yeah. I don't smarter want a than I expected. With the church. <clears throat> okay, you know, I just I like the Catholic Church. I like the ritual. I like. Do you? I like the mysticism. I like. I like the fact that the Catholics believe that evil is real and then can be cast out by the power of God. I love the magic. Have you, of Catholicism? Have you considered church hopping? Yes. I think you would have so much fun with that. I don't know if do they. The thing is, is that I don't know if you're welcome. You are. You are, and if you're not, that's not a good place to be. Right. Fuck them. No, it's so funny. Um, so I I went to a Southern Baptist church growing up, mm-hmm. and the one that we went to, um, their their whole thing. So the the uh, pastor preached in jeans. Didn't care what you wore there or anything like that. Mm. It was not this facade of your Sunday's best, blah blah blah. Right, because it's a lie. Right, and yeah. it was he was his big thing was like, oh, God said, come to me as you are. So right. if you want to be here, I want you here. Right, and I thought that was really nice. And there's there's a lot of fucking places like that, a lot of them. So you know, I don't I don't think anybody would cast you out for whatever reason, but I think you right. should try them on, try mm. a couple of shoes on, see how they yeah, fit. I think it's a good idea. I think you'll get the most out of your experience that way. Right. I think it's probably a wise call. And I have friends who, I mean, I have friends who are religious, but I, 
I, I'm going to sound horribly, I mean, it is judgy, but really religious people make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and nothing makes my skin crawl like religious ecstasy. So seeing people dancing and frothing and speaking in tongues and acting very cultish. Have you been to one of those churches th- before? No, it fucking skeeves me out. You, you you should go at least once. It scares me. You should. I So I went one it time. It scares me, Chris. It makes me uncomfortable. I understand. I understand. I, I've experienced it one time. Watching it, I was like, okay, this is gimmicky. Like actually being there. I was oh, like, really? It feels yeah. fake? Yeah, I was like, okay, this is gimmicky. Yeah. And I was a teenager. I was probably 14, 15 years old. Yeah. It strikes me as brainwashy. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. You know what? Because if somebody's getting something out of it, who am I to yeah. say anything? You know, it's true. And I'm being insulting and I'm admonishing and what have you. And if this were, if I were talking this way about a protected class, I would be utterly destroyed. Well, it's so, so, yeah, it's so bizarre, right. man. Because yeah. like, I won't go to, me personally... I will not go to some huge church. Right. I think they're I think they're gross. Yeah. No okay. Great. So if you're talking like a faith church that's talking about we've got 20 million followers that we've led to Christ no. and shit like that, I'm like, this is about fucking your brand. It's not yeah. about yeah. what you're promoting. Yeah. Um. So I don't I don't agree with that. Right. The Catholic Church I think is disgusting. Like I I personally would have to go to some little homegrown dirty south kind of thing i guess i don't know i don't know i say dirty south but something small do you know any vampires that'd be the catholic church is killed i don't either I don't because they don't tell you because we're not in the church chris you know huh. how many demons they've exercised i know more than one chris more than one we can't say that for certain we know oh. one jumped into a priest and then Dude, jumped out a window I'll, i'm telling you <laughs> the answer to this question is more than one Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, okay, so this episode is about you getting back into religion. This is interesting. I did not think this is a conversation we would be having, and yeah, I'm very well, much caught off guard. Yeah, my friends are, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I don't, I mean, my wife's not going to care. She doesn't believe in God, but she doesn't think that it's silly that I do. You know, she certainly doesn't think it'll be silly if I go back to church. I mean, she and I have talked about it before. Yeah, it's not something that, you know, offends her or bothers her or that would she wouldn't want me to do. Because she doesn't, she just doesn't have that kind of, I don't know. She just doesn't think that way. So what's the purpose of religion? Like, what do you think it is? Well, I mean, I think I think for for me, the purpose of religion, like I stated before, is having a better understanding of a relationship with God and what that means. But also, I I understand, dude. Not every not every alcoholic needs AA, right? I get it. Not every person needs religion to have structure, but I sincerely believe that there is something bigger than me and I I'm going to call it God and I want to understand it. And out of all of the religions that I have a cursory understanding of, this is the one that I'm familiar with, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also the one that, you know, I, I, I like the message. For example, take God out of the 10, out of the the 10 commandments, Mm -hmm. right? Just crush the, get rid of the first, what, three or four, is it the first three that refer to God? And then Basically, four, yeah. And then four is mother and father. Five is don't murder, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, et cetera, yeah. right? Well, dude, they're all good ideas, right? 
are all things that for a better society don't commit murder. It doesn't say don't kill. It says don't commit murder, right? Don't take what doesn't belong to you. Don't lust for what doesn't belong to you. Mm -hmm. Don't lie. Don't tarnish your name. Lies are only going to make your life harder and more complicated. Don't do it. They're good rules to live by. You know, avoiding the seven deadly sins and pursuing the seven holy virtues, those are good things, whether God is real or not, right? They're good ideas. If you look at Christianity and you look at the New Testament and you look at the teachings of Jesus Christ, dude, take the magic out of it, right? Take Mm -hmm. all the sorcery and divinity, take all of it out of it. Be a good person and hang out with prostitutes and thieves and liars and people who are just trying to be better people and have a positive impact on the lives of those around you. That's a great fucking message. I think it's a good place to start. Cool. And, uh, Demon expulsion, reliquaries. De- okay, what other religion on this planet has magic items? Fucking pick them. Tell me. Has magic items? Magic items, Chris. Oh, magic for, items. For sure. For sure, at least two. And they are You've the got, major Abrahamic religions, yeah. Judaism and Islam. Those are the ba, two. Ba, boy, <laughs> Those are the two. Yeah. yeah. And which ones kill ba- vampires? All three. See these? Do they all three kill vampires? Mm, you know it. I'm pretty uh, sure they don't. Oh, I've never heard of the first, Jewish vampire slayer. Okay. For, all right. So, <laughs> I there's a there is a uh, there's a role playing game called Knights Block Agents. It's okay. Written by this guy Ken Height, and he's one of my favorite writers of ever. Um, not that the game design is for me, but the idea of the world. It's about vampires and about spies who hunt vampires, right? It's fantastic. You know the TV show Burn Notice? Yeah. Okay. Imagine if Michael Weston, after he got burned, hunted vampires in Europe. Ooh. Yeah. Boom. Right. But mechanically, it's not my favorite game. My point is, is that I want to run a Knights Black Agents scenario where Mossad agents in the 60s go to South America to kill to kill Germans, right? Like, well, they did, except they find one that actually is a, is vampire. a vampire. So like Hitler is the main vampire. Well, no, I God wouldn't do that. That's super cliche. I wouldn't do Hitler, but I would have some Nazi officer that, you know, that I made up that no one's ever heard. Oh, of. my God. Maybe what if? What if it was like Hitler's advisor was pulling all the strings because he's some great vampire and right. he's manipulating this figurehead and right. keeping himself in the shadows? Yeah, now that would be like if you were doing a whole Knights Black Agents long-term campaign. Yeah. Me, I'm thinking of using the alien system from, is it Free League? I think it's Free League. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it is Free League. The alien system from Free League, which is, I mean, takes the movie Alien... Yeah. And makes a really creepy role playing game out of it. I want to do that mechanics, mm-hmm. but use the Knights Black Agents world. And so 60s Jewish Mossad agents, South America, fucking killing fans. So, and this is why you're finding your way back to religion. And this is why I'm finding my way back to <laughs> Because role playing wasn't enough. So because I was going to real life role play with Christ. Yeah, that's, that, was, that was exactly it. So I wanted to hunt vampires. And I thought, well, the Catholic Church probably does that. But yeah, and the Catholics have their own history with the Nazis. Like it's it's really, it's it's tough. So, okay, 
if let's say you get back into the Catholic Church, okay? Right. Are you going to walk in and be like, hey, I need to know where I sign up to do demon expulsion no. and vampire no. slaying? Dude, fuck that. There's no point then. No. Just go to some other church. Go, you, go you be have a to, Lutheran. You have to be a priest. Man, fuck that, dude. You no, have to you be, don't. Dude. Anyone can be an instrument of God. Come on, man. That is such a Catholic thing to and say. You... <laughs> okay, first of, first of all, let me tell you what secret organization we're talking about. Oh, the Catholics. So if they they so if we're talking about a secret Catholic organization, of course the rules are going to reflect Catholicism. Ergo, you have to be a priest to get into that level of organization. I, see, I don't think so. I think they would have agents. Okay, that they bring in, they're like, look, this You're is tongue You're far too susceptible to, 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 like, to pussy it, or boot pussy or boy pussy or... You are going to be killing vampires today. You're susceptible to lust and sexuality. You need the girding of God and the vows of celibacy. Okay, hold on, time out. The, the vow of celibacy of didn't stop them from you. fucking kids and everybody has the armor of God, Jesus Christ. Okay. Let me explain something to you. Tell me. You have to it these aren't normal priests. These are like the these are the spec ops Delta Green best of the best SEAL Team 6 fucking commando priests Babe, would you that are killing beer? vampires and slaying werewolves and what have you. That's See, that's what I'm talking about. Not not these not these fucking chud pedo creepsters who are attracted to the lifestyle because it gave them access to children. Those aren't the guys that go out and hunt demons. Those are the guys that welcome demons into the world with their evil deeds. Okay, so thank you. So I don't know, man. I feel I feel like you <laughs> I feel like you could be Michael. The Baptist Vampire Slayer. Michael, the Lutheran Vampire Slayer. Yeah. I think you would like the Lutheran Church, too. No. Why? Because they don't have the ritual. It's literally Catholicism, except for you don't go to a priest for confession. Mm -hmm. Because a man can't absolve you of your sins. No, of course not. That's not the priest's job. The priest's job is not there. This this antiquated idea. He is this. He is an ear for confession. Okay, because the Bible says if you confess with your mouth that you have sinned, and so on and so on. It's free therapy. That's not. Uh, it's free therapy, Chris. If somebody gives you homework at the end of it, which consists of say twelve hail marys, come on, man. Okay. That's not that. That's not. That's. That's not this like psychology thing. Then that's you're going, going to the wrong church. I'm not Catholic. I don't go there. Because, that's... because yes, of course, you 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 have to. Uh, oh man, now I forgot the word I was going to say. What, what's the greatest thing in the world for making somebody better? It's fucking guilt. If you feel guilty about something, guess what? There's a way to not do it anymore, or there's a way to not feel that way anymore. Don't fucking do it. Oh, well, then I don't feel this guilt. I don't think doing some activity 13 times is going to make me not do that again. That's that's It's a means of atonement. That's why you're doing that, as far as the Catholic Church is concerned. You're doing something to atone for the set action that was bad. Okay? 
So you go in. It's been two weeks since my last confession. And he's like, okay, go, my child, say 12 Hail Marys. Well, no, man, that's not atonement. Atonement is actually, is actual remorse and actual change. So that's, these are the conversations that I want to have with a priest. Because I, I agree with you. Me, me leaving the confessional and going and kneeling in a pew and saying a dozen Hail Marys is, is good for me in the sense that it is, it's, it is a rote, right? It's something that I can go through and that I can say. And theoretically, while I'm going through this rote, right, I'm going mm-hmm. through, I'm supposed to be connecting with the message of this person's life, you know, whether it's an Our Father or Hail Mary or what have mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and basically think about, you know, their their life and what I did and how I can be better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? But I don't, I don't, for me as a human being, as an individual, I agree with you. I don't think that's what I need. I need to talk to another human being that understands, you know, the ritual and the church and the dogma better than I do to help me reconcile with it. So in other forms of Christianity, you have what they call small groups, okay? And small groups are like on a whatever night of the week, you get together with a few other people and you go through some biblical whatever. So you might be reading a couple of passages out of the Bible or something along those lines. Mm, No, I don't... mm, So hold mm. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) It is an opportunity for... uh, Intimacy with these other individuals, which is good. You form a relationship with these folks. And then, sorry, I was distracted. Somebody just walked in my front door. Um, and you can see counsel with these people. Right. Uh, it. I don't want to go to one person and get their one understanding of what they think this might all mean. I would like to get feedback from multiple individuals and maybe try to get idea a few ideas that aren't my own mm-hmm. and find which one I think makes the most sense okay. and then take that and run with it. And that's why that has always been something that's very appealing to me. They yeah. call it, you know, get involved with the small group is what the... So, and Catholic churches have stuff like that too. Do they? Yeah. And and they will have, uh, I mean, they, they do Bible studies and classes and all sorts of things, right? But, but also, most parishes are going to have multiple priests or even a deacon in addition to the multiple to the multiple to the multiple priests. So there's plenty of people that you you can talk to. So you have the opportunity to develop a rapport. But the other luxury I have is that if this is something that I want to pursue, one of my uncles was actually in seminary to become a priest and decided before he took his final vows that he that you know the married life and having children actually was what mm. he was supposed to do and he ended up adopting three children and he's been happily married for many many years and blah 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 but he was a jesuit and he's got a pretty, and the, the current Pope is a Jesuit, right? Which some Catholics who are like ultra conservative is like, mm, well, the Jesuits aren't real Catholics. But anyway, the point is, is that the Jesuits are probably the most, 
the the most progressive. They're the all, most liberal of the Catholics yeah, of, of of all the Catholics. And so you know, if I have real questions, I'm gonna ask mm-hmm. my uncle. Right? Interesting. So if I if I don't, you know, if I'm I'm unhappy because I I do feel I don't know. I mean, I I. I, I feel an obligation to, to, to have a better relationship and a better understanding of what it means to have a relationship with God, a higher power, whatever. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't know, I feel I, that, you know, out of respect for my family, that's where I want to start at least. No, I think that's totally fair. I want to start there, but I also think your family is not you. Right. You know, and it's... it's magic it's, items, Chris. That's magic items. Magic that's right. items. That's right. But magic. They have fucking clerics, Chris. They expel demons, Chris. I know. I know. I've heard. I've heard you say it. Jesus had so many third level spell slots. It's amazing. <laughs> see, like that kind of shit is disrespectful. But it's funny. It is funny. Well, you see, here's the thing. I think God has a sense of humor. Yeah. Like he would have to. Yeah. Because we were created in the image of God. Yeah, look right. At, yeah. Right. So then, God we has have a sense buttholes, of humor, Chris. You can't tell me there's not a sense of humor behind that. I mean, that's the expulsion of waste, but men having nipples, that's funny. They serve no purpose. We no, shouldn't even all, have nipples. It's all part of science. So we all we all start out as... Same, same. Yeah. And yeah. then some of us, you know... Get wieners and some of us don't. Exactly. No, I understand exactly. the science there. But, or people like you get a lot of wieners because you're good looking. I don't get any wieners but my own. Oh, well. Um, anywho. I feel bad for you. Well, I don't. I didn't want any, so it worked you, out well. Well, don't worry. When we're done, I'm going to hold you down and give you one. <laughs> um, uh, surprise. <laughs> totally just had to hold a joke in. <laughs> um, willpower is hard. So I, I read something that I had wrote. It was a post that I had made on Facebook years ago. Uh, about six years ago, actually. And it was about the older I get, the more I watch what I say, but the less I care about the repercussions for the things that I say. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. And I get, like, it, it gets even more true every day. And like, I am, you do try to be careful about what you say, but there's sometimes where you're like, man, no, this is right. This is actually right. Or it's actually funny enough to say. The, the the people who are most vocal about what you think generally are the people for whom you should pay the least attention to what they think. That's, a, that's absolutely correct. And th- those type of people are generally people either doing the least with their life or doing the least good. Right. So I, I, like, I, just, I can't bring myself to give a fuck about what you think about me. Right. Um, uh, whatsoever like i'm good i'm but, cool but, but like businesses though businesses are fucking weak dicks and that's they, the biggest yeah problem. they they <laughs> get they get scared because they think that that well fortunately for for us we have a legal llc called space dock productions and i think it's funny because um it's two wieners running into each other I like it's the logo it's fucking magical man and uh, that is a testament of not only going against the grain and questioning the status quo, but telling the world, I don't care about what you think about my words right, or about my wiener. It's my wiener, yeah. and I'm going to swing it. Yeah, I, I'm conflicted because I, I, I obviously I want 
everyone to feel welcome. I don't want anyone to feel ostracized mm-hmm. or isolated as other. Mm-hmm. The thing that concerns me is that it doesn't matter which way we break as human beings. Some group is always made other, right? And and in the hobby industry right now, the people who are being made other, they're some of them are being just. I mean, I don't. I mean, erasure. I don't want to use those words because I don't really understand the concepts behind them, and it's just it's not my place. But I don't know. I just I it it it, it scares me that if you behave a certain way that. It, it, it can really damage your livelihood, right? But but that society is okay with someone's livelihood being diminished or even crippled irreparably for words. That that scares me. But the other thing that scares me is that now we're making lists. What is the motivation and the purpose behind the list? So I will tell you two weeks. Two weeks. Okay? You wait two weeks. No matter what happens, you wait two weeks. As far as, like, if I use words and somebody gets offended or something along those lines, like, let's say, for whatever reason, one of the 12 people that listen to this fucking show gets butthurt, takes to the internet... We get six million people that listen to one sentence that we've said that's offensive, mm-hmm. and they it's start a lot more than one. They they start trying to kill us, mm-hmm. you know, kill what this is. You wait two weeks, man. You just keep doing what you were doing. Like <clears throat> we don't have like for for us in particular. There's not a corporation backing us, and there's not one that's backing you and your you know mm-hmm. personal life. Um, so I don't have to worry about that rug being pulled from beneath me. Right. Uh, I do have regular, like here we have regular listeners who are, who are intelligent enough to understand that if we present an idea or a concept that they don't necessarily agree with, that it is simply an idea or a concept that they don't agree with. And that's okay. And like, those are the people that listen to the show that actually give feedback and shit like that. And that we're, that's, that's why we keep doing this, even though, like... It, the people that we are talking to besides <laughs> us. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's our actual audience. So, I don't... I just... If you wait, if you take time, and you continue to do what you were doing, the stupid people that were trying to condemn you, well, they, they forget, and they find something else to condemn. And it's, instead of looking themselves in the mirror and being like, okay, what can I do to make the world better? They try to focus on what everybody else is doing and make that world better. Well, God, you don't get to fucking do that until you've got your own shit in order, stupid. So, like, stop aiming at people that are actually doing more than you. Like, it's just a way of cutting somebody else down because you feel so very insignificant in this world. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that people have to... You have to understand that. So, like, if with Influence Foundation you do something and, like, let's say you get a bunch of traction here in the next six months, Mm -hmm. which is very viable. So you get a shit ton of traction and then somebody looks at one of your old videos where you hold up a cracker on a stick and 
as like no, motherfucker. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going through my old stuff so I can. I'm trying to do some remastering, and somebody's helped me with an intro. But any which way. No, no, no. That's beautiful. Yeah. But let's say somebody comes across that and they start to just fucking they hone in on it. And okay. Like oh, this fucking cocksucker here, and they get a little bit of traction. Just fucking wait two weeks. Right. And you know what? Worst case scenario, man. Embrace it. Yeah, no, no. I would, I'd be like, oh, no, I did that. Yeah, here's the link. Yeah, it, embrace it. Like, you accept that there's a fucking scandal behind it. Don't be afraid of right. it. It's funny. Well, what, yeah, because, I mean, it's a, I don't know. It sounds, and I think maybe I've talked about it before. I don't know. But, you know, I just, when I was a kid, we literally had this stupid rhyme about sticks, sticks and, and stones, stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But now we are so afraid of language. We're so afraid of words that society is, I mean, just punitive. And one, that's what that's that's I think that's the word of wisdom. Okay. It's not the words, it's the intention. Focus on intention, not the words that are being given to you. Like I think, I think that's a big deal, and I think if we all did that, we'd be better off. So I, I do believe that's truth, and I think that's appropriate for people to carry moving forward. Well, if it wasn't hardwood, I would suggest you drop the mic. No, I don't want to drop the mic. It could damage it. Um, okay. Well, do you? I mean, do you have anything else that you want to no, say? No, I think that's. I think that's. I think that is. I think that is great. I just. I. I just. I mean. I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I just, I'm so, I don't know. I'm scared, man. I just, I feel like I, I'm just, I, I think that I feel like, I guess my midlife crisis, I feel like that society's wheels are coming off. No, yeah. No, and no, I'm, no. I, I feel weird about it. Don't. Yeah. I mean, we went from, we went, we, we, we had Donald Trump, which I thought, son of a bitch, how could this be real life? And then we get, we get, Sleepy Joe. We get Carter. We just get Jimmy Carter turned to 11. Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's not about politics. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. I didn't vote for either of those old codgers. I didn't either. Yeah. So, anyway, them earned it. Your wisdom is great, Chris. Because oh, it's you. about the intention. 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 Dirty cracker.